I'm Dean Turple, and this is Dean Turple's Podcast. Today is Tuesday, March 9th, 2021. It's been challenging to not look back over the past year, because I remember at about this time last year, we were contemplating, what are we going to do? How are we going to have a nursing program? How are we going to move forward? How are we going to complete students? And we were actually dropping students and canceling clinical courses. So we were canceling lab courses last year and we ended up having to drop 500, I think, and 96 individual students or something absolutely ridiculous. So I have been looking back and thinking about how incredibly lucky we are to be in the position we're in and that the students who were in the program have actually completed the program and are moving on to their jobs. We continue to have many challenges. Two years ago, when I started in this job, I made a lot of changes to the program. I made changes related to the way we allow students to progress and stay in the program. I made changes related to not kicking students out or making students go to an LPN program after a certain number of credits of failure or kicking them out after a certain number of credits of failure. So that, of course, isn't necessarily always received well by everybody, right? Those are big changes to our program. I made some significant changes to our program. Now, imagine that you've been working in a place for a very long time and all of a sudden, some new person comes in. You don't know them, you aren't familiar with them, you don't maybe agree with what they're doing, but they're in charge and they're making a lot of changes. You can imagine that that causes quite a bit of upheaval. There are other changes I made behind the scenes that you guys might not be aware of, or students who are just finishing the program and have been here for a couple of years might not be aware of. And those decisions weren't always popular with everybody. Students, staff, and faculty, right? That's the consequence of being in charge and being a leader. On top of that, a year into me taking this job, we got hit with the COVID-19 pandemic. And that created a lot of changes to our program. I believe we are going to see the effects of those two things for a very long time in this nursing program. So I'm telling you all of that because we are having significant issues right now. We are making as many changes as we can make and doing as many things behind the scenes as we can do to make sure that you all are able to complete this program. And we are doing that with very limited clinical sites. And we are experiencing an extreme faculty shortage. Many of our, actually probably all of our clinical faculty are part-time or adjunct faculty. We call them part-time, but they're adjunct faculty. Are working nurses in clinical situations, so hospitals or wherever they work. They have a full-time job. Very few, if any, of our part-time adjunct professors do not work outside of this. Most of them have full-time jobs in hospital systems. However it's been going for us here at Broward College related to COVID-19, 
it is magnified by thousands of times in the hospital and clinical systems. They are struggling. First of all, they're struggling because COVID-19 hit them and they had to change the way they practice completely. The second thing for specifically nurses is that nurses have been leaving South Florida in huge numbers because of going to COVID-related high-paying jobs in other areas. Some of the hospitals have reported to me that they have nurses, brand new nurses in orientation, leaving to go to high-paying COVID jobs. I will tell you that I get emails and messages from organizations on a daily basis. And these are organizations who only wanted nurses, or I shouldn't say wanted, but only hired nurses with experience who are now hiring new graduates into jobs that previously they would only hire nurses in, with experience into. And this is because we're experiencing a huge nursing shortage. Now, I'm not the person who says that a nursing shortage is bad for nursing because I don't believe it is. I believe that a nursing shortage is good for nursing. When there's a shortage of nurses, nurses get things that they wouldn't get before. So we're going to see the return of incentives, attention, and a focus on nursing that we did not see for the past few years because the nursing shortage had started to wane just a tiny bit. So I believe firmly that a nursing shortage is good and I am the dean of a nursing program. So to hear that new graduates are getting jobs right away is, is um, big to me. That's exactly what I need to hear. And because our mission at this program is to move nurses into meaningful jobs, graduate people who are prepared to take the NCLEX and then they can move into jobs that will provide them with meaningful income for themselves and their families. So for me, a nursing shortage is good. However, when there's an extreme nursing shortage, it's almost always accompanied by an extreme faculty shortage. And that's what we're currently experiencing here at Broward College. And it came on rather suddenly. We are addressing it. We are advertising, recruiting, and attempting to hire as many new adjunct faculty as we can. And we anticipate that there will be some interest because of people being tired, exhausted from the COVID-19 situation in the hospital, that they might want to move into education jobs. Education jobs are great. The schedule is wonderful, but they're very low paying, frankly. And this isn't, I mean, this isn't news. These are things that are well documented in the literature. But the reason I'm telling you all of this is because first, as future nurses, and in the RN to BSN program, you are already licensed nurses, you need to know what's going on with nursing all of the time. You need to be kept up on the current issues. And that's very important for you. You need to be reading the literature. You need to be reading about nursing and what's happening in nursing. And we know that the literature is always just a little bit behind but you can pretty much find some good literature on what's going on in nursing right now. And as nursing students, I'm sharing this with you because this may mean some disruption to your expected schedule. So you may be moving into a course that you weren't planning to move into. There are very few changes we can make in this program because of the way we progress 
the students in this program. Most courses have prerequisite courses and co-requisite courses. The courses that you all might call GIGU, OrthoNeuro, and Cardio are all med search courses or alterations in health. And they're alterations in health one, alterations in health two, and alterations in health three. Actually, I think they're called health alterations one, two, and three. And their corresponding lab. Usually, in between NUR1220, which is GIGU or Health Alterations 1, sorry, sometimes it takes me a minute, you go right to the specialties. You do not have to do the specialties before NUR2221, commonly called OrthoNeuro, but is Health Alterations 2. You do not have to have those courses before you move into that. We've always done it that way. We prefer to do it that way. But our mission is to get nurses to the end of this program and prepare them for the NCLEX and professional practice. So if we have to move things around a little bit within the parameters that we can, then we will. So some of you may have had a change in courses and I want to explain to you that it's because we are experiencing faculty shortages and shortages of clinical spots. As well, your clinical experience may not be exactly what you expected. I've been telling you since last year, since last summer especially, that if hospital spots open up, we will send people to those hospital spots. Period. End of story. And so what does that mean for you? That means you need to be prepared at all times. And remember, that means keeping your complio current at all times. There's no deadline for complio. It has to be continuous. The only deadline is prior to starting the program, prior to going to your clinical in NUR 12, uh, 1020. But after that, your compliance should be continuous. It also may mean that you're doing something different for your clinical than you anticipated in terms of giving COVID vaccines. Many organizations hospital systems are giving COVID vaccines and they need our help with the COVID vaccines. Having a relationship with the hospitals is incredibly important to our program. And whatever we have to do to maintain a good relationship with those hospitals, we have to do. This is because of decreasing clinical spots and we want our students to have the absolute best chances at employment upon graduation. And the best chances of employment upon graduation are being present in those organizations during your time here in the program. So when, it come, when hospitals ask us for something, we try to do what we can. They have very strict guidelines on what we can and can't do. We have contracts with them. And most of it centers around what we need to do to have our students there. Things have changed significantly with COVID-19. There are very, very good things that have happened. Very good things. And there are things that have happened to our program that I believe are very good for nursing education and very good for nurses. And I definitely will share some of those ideas or things I believe are positives for nursing in an upcoming podcast. But I wanted to tell you now about why we're having to make some of the decisions we're having to make. You will find 
in your work as a registered nurse, and the RN to BSN students can verify this, that understanding the way organizations work, accepting the way they work, and being flexible in your own practice will be very beneficial to you. I understand that some schedule changes throw some of you, but this can happen on a dime in clinical practice as well. So, if you're experiencing a change in the schedule, something different than you thought was going to be happening this week, I understand that you're upset about it, and I apologize that you're upset about it. Please know that these decisions are not taken lightly. They're not made lightly. They're actually very challenging for us and very stressful for us, and the associate deans and I have been meeting almost nonstop to talk about these kind of issues and what we're going to do. And we're trying to do the absolute best for students. Sometimes it's not what you wanted or what you were plan planning on, but we really are trying. Several times over the past couple of months when I've talked about what this past year has meant for me, I've told people, basically the last year has been me saying this um, 20 or 30 times a day. I know it's not optimal, but this is where we are. That is my mantra. It really has been because almost none of this is optimal, but this is where we are. And we continue to educate phenomenal nurses. The nurses that graduated in last May and the ones that graduated in December have passed their NCLEX, which is why I'm calling them nurses, and they've gotten really good jobs. And I'm so proud of them. So we're going to do whatever we have to do to get you to that point because we need to care for our community and caring for our community right now means turning out really good nurses. We may have to alter your schedule a little bit. I apologize for that. Unfortunately, that's the way it is. Keep in mind that a nursing shortage is not a bad thing for you. It may actually be a very good thing for you because you may get a job in a specialty area that you wouldn't have had the opportunity to work for before when you got out of school, and that's a good thing. Those of you who are nearing graduation, I want to encourage you to keep a close eye on emails from me. I'm getting several organizations that are interested to do recruitment activities with you. Some are offering to do some Zoom sessions coming up in the next few weeks, and I'm hoping that we can get those things arranged. So uh, keep an eye out for emails from me. Remember to approach this with some flexibility. If it becomes um, untenable for you, please note that we will give you a break without any, without any penalty if that's what you think you need at this time, and, and we fully support that. Hang in there. You're all doing great. It's going to be a great session. There are a lot of good things happening right now. It's just really hard to see them when we're all Zoom fatigued and remote fatigued and COVID-19 fatigued. But I think the best thing we can do is move forward in a positive way. Um, I have a saying that I've lived by when I was in school called cooperate and graduate. And then my mantra now, which is, I know it's not optimal, but we are where we are. You can do this. We've got your back. We're going to get you to graduation. 
Let's make this a great session.